Are you holding off on training your loan partners, your loan assistants, your team members and support staff on how to wow your clients? Are they getting that kind of training from you? You probably plan on training them if you get a few extra hours, but when does that happen realistically? And meanwhile, your team is doing the best they can with the information that they have. But you know, this kind of training really doesn't exist anywhere else. When you do the training, that means you're not as responsive as you want to be with your clients and you're not hitting your closing and income goals as a loan officer. So how much is it costing you to not have a team that's properly trained how to wow clients and referral partners so that they only want to work with you because of the great experience that they're getting? We teach them how to use efficient step-by-step processes and systems that work how to follow up so nothing falls through the cracks and loans close on time and even early, how to build wonderful relationships with clients, how to wow people so they go, man, that was an amazing experience. The members of his or her team are amazing. They're so on it. How to use scripts and dialogues for winning clients, setting expectations and communicating with clients so that you can prevent problems down the road how to handle difficult clients, how to make clients feel appreciated and valued, and how to handle and overcome objections. It might be time to ask for some help. That's why we're here. Loan Team Training has our next live WOW training coming up. We train your team for you so you can focus on closing loans. Check it out at LoanTeamTraining.com for our next class and see how many five-star reviews we have from past WOW training participants and their loan officers who sent them at LoanTeamTrainingReviews.com. Remember, it's an interactive virtual training with live trainers, and we train any of your support staff that is communicating with clients and referral partners. Our sessions are 9 to 11.30 Pacific time. Check us out and sign your loan partner or team member up at LoanTeamTraining.com. Hi, and welcome to Loan Officer Team Training. I'm Irene Duford, your host, and I'm super excited to have with us today one of the most amazing loan officers that I just love to death. He is not just somebody that I've been able to coach. I've had the honor of coaching him, but I have seen his amazing results as we've coached together. And I'm just so grateful that he's here. It's Yusuf Abdel Halim. And I am so grateful, Yusuf, for you being here today. This is Thank you for having me. It's a really cool thing that we get to do this together. And you have so much good stuff to share with everybody. So I just wanted to have you on and have you share all of your success and your stories and things that have helped you to be successful so we can help other people. I really appreciate that. Thanks for having me. I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah. So tell us where you're from, you know, where you do business and, you know, with, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Yousef from Minimac Home Mortgage. So I've been with Minimac for about six years now. Uh, I'm based out of Northern New Jersey in a small town called Sparta Township. Uh, I live here. Uh, my office is here as well. live about five minutes from the office. I've been in the business for about 10 years now. I've seen all different types of markets, this one being the most confusing, right? And, and probably the <laughs> most challenging one. I, I think a lot of people would agree with that. Yeah, I, I got in shortly after the, uh, the the crash, right? Quote, unquote, the crash. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, it was interesting. You know, uh, I was originally hired as a dialer and you look now and being a branch manager uh, slash uh, producing branch manager, you know, it's, it's different looking at that market versus this. Yes. Very different market. But you know what? It's fun. It was a challenge, right? Each step of the way as you became a loan officer, did you get trained when you were a loan officer? How did that whole thing start? Yeah. So the way that it started was I, I essentially I sat in a room with uh, three loan originators that were like really powerful, right? Mm-hmm. Um, each of them had 20 plus years in the business. Even back then, they had seen all different types of markets, subprime, they saw the crash, they made it through the crash, they were building their business back up. They kind of reinvented themselves. Uh, they, they, The average of them reinventing themselves is about four times over, they said, right? Because the wow. business was changing so much. So I found that really helpful. And I sat in a room with these guys, not taking a salary, not taking a paycheck. I just wanted to learn. And everybody had their own way of uh, selling, right? I basically tried to take the sum of all of it, right, and and uh, and, and see what my what my tactic was going to be, what my strategy was going to be. And it was just it was neat watching them build relationships with realtors, learning that really that the client is your realtor a little bit more than the actual borrower is. It, it was it was interesting. Yes, yeah. And such a great experience, right? Listening to other people who were successful, being able to talk to people and each doing it their own different way. And so you picked up a little from them and a little from, and you put your own mix in it, I'm assuming. Absolutely. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I saw some bad habits. I saw some good habits, tried to take most of the good habits and uh, and try to implement <laughs> as, as quickly as I could. Yeah. What is it about the loan business that you love the most, Yusef? What I loved about the, the loan business is the ability to help people and then help them again and, and have repeat clients, right? So I came from the restaurant industry and, you know, even though customer satisfaction was very important, it was such a, a small transaction, if you will, right? They would come in, there'd be, you know, a food and drink preference, right? They'd make their order, we'd bring it out to them, they'd eat and they would leave, right? I didn't get to work with clients for two, three, four months, right? I didn't get to educate people during that. I didn't feel passionate. Being in the mortgage business, there's a lot of education, right? When when it comes down to something as simple as a credit check and how credit works, right? Mm-hmm. Qualifying someone, identifying the best loan program for them, um, yeah. how to meet their goals, right? Looking at their monthly payment preferences, how to best utilize the money that they've saved up and, and you know, how to utilize that nest egg the right way versus just focusing on maybe down payment only, right? And, mm-hmm. and how to use it precisely. So The loan business for me is a way to help people achieve what ended up being my greatest accomplishment, which was home ownership. So for me, like I remember the feeling of buying a house when I was 24 and I was like, wow, right? Like this is a sensational feeling. Like this is monumental. Like having the keys to that door was like everything. (laughs) And, uh, and, and just that, that gratitude that you have, right? There's nothing like home ownership. So for me to help people achieve that feeling and accomplish that goal is there's nothing like it. That's the truth. 24. I was not even 24 when I bought my first home, but I wasn't in the business either. But 24 is pretty young. It's great. That's a great accomplishment at 24. And you've accomplished a lot more than that since then, right? I I have, thankfully. So that property led to some other properties, right? Real estate became my life, right? Loan regime became my life. So I started buying investment properties and I, I did one flip and you know, it's just, it's, it's a passion of mine. I feel like it's important for it to be a passion and not just look at it as a job, right? Because when you look at something like a job or something that you have to do, you kind of count the hours in the day 
And you can't wait for that clock to hit, say, five. Not that that's bad for some people, right? That might be great for some people. Right. But for me personally, like, you know, I, I, I want more out of it. I want to be fully invested in it and me becoming a homeowner and being a landlord and having experience has made me a better salesperson, has made me a better mentor. Yes, because you have a team and and we'll talk about your team in a minute. What I'd like to uh, bring focus to right now is that you joined us in the Freedom Club in Mortgage Marketing Animals in August of 2019 in Nashville. I remember you attended an event there, right? And then you said, I'm in, I'm all in. And we got to start coaching together. I, I became your coach and it's been such a fun journey to watch where you've gone. So tell us what you were making, you know, what were your numbers in 2019 compared to the following year in 2020? Sure. So in 2019, I had come off a big year per se, right? But it was it was a year that I felt like I just, I hit my absolute max wall, right? And I, I was revving that engine and I could not get any further, right? I was maxing out the engine. And uh, even though it was a great year, I was I was pretty burnt out, right? And, and I needed some help. So so my earnings for, for 2019 were around $400,000. And that 400000 I said to myself, sadly, prior to joining the Freedom Club, like, man, this is great and all, but how I feel is not great. And I feel really overwhelmed that like I had like a lot of fogginess going on. I was working crazy hours, right? And it just, it was tough, right? So not complaining about 400,000, but the way that it was done was challenging, right? And then in uh, just just two years later, I ended up making a million dollars. That's amazing. Um, so, so $1.1 million was my goal, um, or was, was my income rather in, in 2021, which was actually $100,000 more than I thought I was going to make. And I thought that the goal was high shooting for a seven figure income, but it, it turns out, you know, it, it, it was realistic. And, and that's the hard part for me to digest. Yes. Cause it's easy to think, oh, that's a lot of money. I'll never get there. Right. Or you stop ourselves because we have limiting beliefs about what we can do. And we just kept saying, you can do this. And you were around other people that we're doing yeah, it. And I that was. makes a difference, doesn't it? Who you are with. So yep. tell us how you felt when you first got around other people that were earning a good amount of money and what how did what did it do to your mindset and your belief system? So the first time I was around people that were earning that kind of money was honestly at that national event. I was in that room and the reason I went to this event is because I I had hit this level of production, right? And and monthly income uh, and I said, "Man, I, I don't want to go back from here, but man, am I burnt out, you know, and I I need to find a better way to do it. Mm -hmm. So I sat in a room with a bunch of seven figure earners, high earners who had a great quality of life. I mean, people around me weren't picking up their phones, right? They were focused, they were dialed in, they're having conversations, right? They weren't running back to their their hotel room to, to jump on a laptop, right? They weren't stressed out looking, they had balance and they were closing huge production, making great income. And I was like, this is where I need to be. This, this feels like home. So I remember signing up for the Freedom Club uh, at the end of the event. As silly as it sounds, I was like shaky. I remember signing my <laughs> name and, and, and signing up. And I was like shaky, like, man, am I really ready for this? But it's uh-huh. the best thing that ever happened to me. As I got more involved in the Freedom Club, you understand how simple it is, right? And how much they break it down for you, right? So it's not, it's not hey, close 20 loans a month at uh, you know, an average loan amount of 300,000 and you're going to make X based on your BIPs, right? Mm-hmm. It's what systems and processes can we put into your process, right? You've got to break it down to small goals, right? 
um, down to the amount of credit pulls you're having per week or per day, right? Mm -hmm. um, the amount of conversations you're having per day results in the credit pulls that you need for that week, that month, that year. Your conversion on those credit pools then turns into contracts, right? And closings and fundings. So it's it's amazing because, you know, rather than being a loan officer that would come to work and fly by the seat of my pants, just like, you know, trying to figure out what I'm doing for the day, I had my day mapped out and I knew exactly what I needed to do to get to that big goal. Yes. And then the accountability helps, doesn't it? Because then you've got a coach that you can talk to every two weeks and more if you need to, but yeah. every two weeks where you're being held accountable to do what you said you were going to do. And if you didn't do it, then we just ask what got in the way. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. So, you know, uh, starting in, uh, I think it was starting in September, right? You and I started our calls and it was every two weeks, you'd say, so how you doing? And uh, and I'll be honest, some weeks were good. Some weeks were uh, definitely a struggle. And then there's other weeks where it was a therapy session, you know? <laughs> and, and a lot of that was just me experiencing growth and not knowing how to handle it. You know, shout out to you for being an amazing coach. There are times where you gave me homework and, uh, and I was so overwhelmed because I want to do this and this and this all at the same time. And the reality is you can't implement everything you're learning, right? You've got to take it in little bits and pieces, become good at it, and then implement more. And uh, if you remember in the beginning, I was very, very overwhelmed and I, and I locked up. It happens a lot. It does. Because yeah. everybody wants to do everything right now, right? Yep. And so that's when we break it down and say, you know what? We can take this in little small steps because small steps get us further than trying to do the huge ones and then we don't make it. Right. So you were really good at being a very good student. Like, okay, let's decide what we're doing. And then I'm going to go do it. And you did, you would go do it. And that's why you got your goal. That's why you reached your goal the way you did. It's doing the small, simple things every day is what makes the difference. And you did them. Now, you know, we, we all have times where we get nervous or we get overwhelmed or whatever, but you had the right mindset to reach your goals. You were determined. And that's what I loved about coaching you is how determined you are, but you're such a great person too. Like you're really good with your referral partners. You're excellent with your team. Everybody around you loves being around you because you're, you're that great of a person, but you're determined to reach your goals. And that's why you reached them. Well, I appreciate that. And, and honestly, I have to say you, you helped me with that culture piece a lot. Do you remember in 2020 when we had to rebuild the machine three times? Yes, I do. Oh man, we got that that influx of refinances. And, uh, you know, I went from having like 30 loans in the pipeline to over a hundred and uh, I did not know how to handle it. I mean, my processor was overwhelmed. Loan opener was was overwhelmed and my, my loan partners were overwhelmed. And you and I were able to have very focused conversations on three separate occasions on you, you listened, you evaluated, right? And, and you said, all right, let's move this person here and let's have this person do this. And hey, I think this is your problem area. And sure enough, you know, by I'd say October of 2020, we, we perfected that process, <laughs> which allowed me to catapult myself in 2021. Well, that's great. I appreciate you, you giving me kudos on that, but you did it. You did the work. It was all you. And I loved watching you put the pieces together, take the puzzle, put the pieces. And sometimes it fell over, right? Sometimes the puzzle fell off the table and you had to put the puzzle back together again. Oh, and yeah. it takes consistency and it takes determination and it takes a commitment to do that. But you did it. 
And it's amazing. And and I had the honor of training some of your staff, just some amazing people that you have on your staff. And so tell me how you feel about having a team and how that helped you to reach your goals and to continue to reach your goals. I, before joining the Freedom Club, I I was using my team members as, I don't want to come off weird, but like paper pushers for a lack of better terms, right? Mm -hmm. Just having them like upload documents and and things like that. And while it's good to take things that you don't like to do off your plate or that were not dollar producing activities off of your plate, I wasn't using them to their fullest capacity. And the reason I wasn't using, using them to their fullest capacity is because I never challenged them to see what their capacity was. I didn't know what their capabilities were, right? And uh, and you guys helped me open up my eyes to that. So previously, I thought the number one activity that made me money was closing loans. Just a a very silly mentality, right? And then I also thought that I had to speak to every borrower. And I used Mm -hmm. to have to like jump for the phone and talk to everybody. So I'd take an application. Sure, I'd have my team enter it. But then I was doing the callback and then the scenarios and the pre-approval letters and all this kind of stuff. And Mm -hmm. as I started doing the the, uh, acts of freedom, I started delegating more items. And that was a big, big eye-opener for me is when I made that list of what my loan partners were going to do moving forward and what I was going to be responsible for, freeing up myself, super uncomfortable, but man, I'll tell you, it made all the difference. So the team now, you know, I've got two licensed loan partners. They're able to fully take an application, qualify someone, send pre-approval letters out on my behalf, things like that. If I'm out of the office and I'm not able to speak to a client, it's not an issue, right? I was actually just away last week in the Dominican Republic. Otherwise, we would have been doing this sooner. And while I was away, I think I picked up the phone maybe a total of like four times and it was for my mom. Oh, um, that's so great. Oh, yeah. That's so, so uh, great. So yeah, I, I had an answering service on. They would transfer live leads back to my team. Couldn't imagine being in that position years ago. And I am so grateful to hear you say that because the fact that you didn't have to do work on your vacation, just like when a loan partner or your team members go on vacation, they don't need to do work, right? Because someone has covered them. When you're gone, you shouldn't have to work either. And that was the whole thing is you wanted the ability to have freedom, time freedom, to be able to go with your wife and go on vacation and do things. But nothing gets, nothing falls through the cracks while you're gone because you have an amazing team and you do have an amazing team. They're, They're really, really great. And the fact that they've got your back, that they want you to go on vacation and, you know, everybody has their role and everybody's happy in their role. Yeah, absolutely. And when I'm away, you know, look, I'm I'm silly sometimes and I'll reply to an email and they'll say, hey, 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 stop that. Or like I'll chime in on a team's chat and they'll say, hey, get off the chat. Please go away and have a drink. You know? <laughs> I love that. But no, a lot of it, honestly, and you know, I, not always giving you all these plugs and everything, but like you helped train them, right? They, they weren't always this way, right? So <laughs> They got this way by going through your trainings and learning how to overcome objections on the phone, right? How to smile through the phone, how to speak with the clients better, right? Otherwise, I don't know that I would trust them to to speak with my clients. And getting a referral is a really hard place to get to, right? We've got to reach out to the realtor, develop a relationship with them. And sometimes it's not a first call, first go type of thing, right? Most times it takes many rounds, many experiences with that realtor to have them gain a certain level of trust in you, right? And then the referral comes. And when that referral comes, you've got to do a really, really good job with that client to impress them and handhold them in a certain type of way where they get their money, they get it quickly, but yet they have the education that they need. So it's a it's a really tough formula, right? It is. And if your team's not ready for it and you're just delegating it to your team and it's mishandled, forget it. You've lost that relationship. 
And then you lose the trust for your team member as well. Because 100%. the, the num- you know, we've trained over a thousand loan partners in the last yeah. four years and loan, you know, team members, whether they're loan partners, processors, marketing managers, anybody. And when we've trained them, we always ask the question during the training class, what's the number one thing the loan officer does that holds you back from getting your job done? And the number one thing is always the same. It's always the same, no matter how many groups we've had. And that is they don't let go. They don't let go. And so we discussed that about ways that they can help the loan officer let go. And there are a lot of little tricks to doing that. But one of them is they have to trust you. They have to trust that you're going to get the job done because if you let the ball drop, it's going to be a problem. And then they won't trust you after that. And so those are the kinds of things we teach them in the training. And it's been so fun to be able to get to know loan officers teams and, and know, you know, you, you can always tell the really good ones. And some of them are just so engaged in the training and they're learning and they're soaking it up because what I've noticed about this training is that there isn't training out there like it. Like, not that I'm aware of, at least there is training for loans and there's training, but this is, there's these trainings. And I think you've sent them to both. The wow training is for communication. It's processes, systems, making sure that you're supporting your loan officer. Here's ways to do it, how to use your loan officer's name. So the clients feel more comfortable, things like that. And, and mindset, everything we do has self-talk in it about mindset and growth. But you know what I noticed, Yusef, is that they don't, they don't, really have another avenue for that type of stuff. So they eat it up because loan officers have a lot of seminars they go to and events that they go to that pump them up and stuff. But most of the time, the team doesn't have stuff like that. Well, don't forget too, we're different people, right? Like we're the same, we're people, right? Right. But I don't mean that in a a, a certain way, but we have different personalities, right? Yes. So salespeople are a lot different than loan partners are. And, and that's, that's scientifically proven with the DISC assessment, right? Yes. Like you've got salespeople and you've got people that are great in a, in a processing capacity. You've got people that are great in a loan partner capacity, right? And that's what the DISC assessment uh, teaches us, right? Even if I tried to teach them, right, I would not have the same success that you guys have with teaching them because one, I might not find the time. I might get frustrated, right? I might have a different viewpoint, Right. Whereas you guys, you know, you've got a whole system in place and they're on, you know, and it's not just like a, hey, a 20 minute, like, you know, a webinar, right? It is, you know, you guys have sessions, right? And it's yes. it's mapped out and it's camera on and it's accountability in those sessions. You know, my loan partners came away from that really, really happy. And they felt like they learned so much more than sadly what I taught them. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you don't have time to teach them all that stuff. You're, you're all, yeah. you should be out getting business, right? So that's the reason why people send them to the training is they don't have time to do it. It's not that they can't do it, but it's nice. What I've also, the feedback that I've also gotten back is that they come back to the loan officer and some of the stuff the loan officer already said to them, but when they hear it from somebody else, it makes a difference. It's kind of that way with everything we learn, right? If you hear it from one person, it means something, but then if you hear it from other people, it means more. You know, I think one of the most impactful things, there's there's two things that in my mind that are uh, milestones for me. When Christina finished her training, she came to me and she said, uh, hey, do you have five minutes? And I said, uh, yeah, sure. And I thought there was a big problem, right? There was a problem, but it was like a wow moment for me, right? See what I did there? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> right? She said, uh, I'm not helping you enough. 
And, uh, and I think this is the reason why and she said, you know, I think you need to be more hands off with some of these activities that you're doing and really take these items off your plate. I know you feel like you have to do them, but by you not doing them, right. And for example, like some of the loan strategy calls or the callbacks to the borrowers that I was still handling, she's like, you need to be out of that. You need to be out focusing on sales. You know what I mean? I'll handle this piece. The other really uh, important milestone for me was um, I had gone away with my wife to celebrate New Year's in, uh, in Florida, like we do every year. It's kind of a tradition of ours. I went away, put my laptop, uh, I had it closed in my office in my, uh, my Florida house. We went through our trip and everything, and I, and I came back, and uh, I realized, wow, I didn't open up my laptop. And I had been there for four days. Um, so for four days, I operated by just doing a quick little review on my phone, right? Just kind of seeing what the team notes were. That was it. But I didn't sit in front of a laptop. I didn't do anything. Instead, I went to breakfast with my wife, went to lunch with my wife, went on the beach, um, enjoyed my life. You know what I mean? Like really felt recharged after coming back. And previously, I'd have been on the beach listening to half of what she said. I, I would have been not really present there physically, but not present, which is a big, big game changer for me. Oh, that's so great to hear. I'm so grateful. You know, that is what drives me. Those are the kinds of things that drive me to be able to have your life back. Because, you know, when I started in the mortgage business, that's how I was. I, you know, you you do everything you can to be successful, but you're not giving 100%. And I always felt guilty about that. And when I finally figured out how to fix that, it made a big difference in our family life. And so I don't want other people to experience that. I, I, I want to avoid it. I want other people to avoid that. It's better to avoid something than it is to try it and then get hooked on it, right? And then learn how to let go. So it's easier Absolutely. to never hold on to the stuff so tight to begin with. Absolutely. You know, and, and the common feeling that people have in our industry is that they need to work harder to make more money. And the reality is working hard is good, but you need to work hard on the right things that bring you money, which is developing the right processes, right? Yes. So you don't physically have to work harder by putting in more hours, let's just say, You've got to work harder by building the correct culture, the correct dialogue for your team, uh, having the right team structure so that you're able to free yourself up and do more of the dollar producing activities and then also find balance while doing all of it. Right. Yes. Um, and I think that's the challenge that a lot of people have. Right. We, we think we're only successful when we work more hours and we get more deals. Mm -hmm. But really what you're doing to yourself internally is not good. No, I agree. So I think that's been your biggest takeaway, hasn't it? With besides joining the Freedom Club, and then having your team trained. What is your biggest thing that you've gotten from both of those things? Is, is that it, that the time freedom? I think it's quality of life. You know, uh, just some things that happened, you know, since joining the Freedom Club, like, uh, as you know, like just a, a year and a couple months later, I proposed to my wife, right? Yes. Uh, we got married last year. Our relationship improved significantly. Not that it was bad, right? But mm -hmm. I was more present, right? I called it quits at certain hours. I spent the weekends with her, right? I was able to shut it off. Mm -hmm. um, that quality of life helped me see my family more, right? See my friends more. It, it's just, it, it's been a game changer in that aspect. All while not sacrificing my income. In fact, growing it, which is the opposite of what you would think. Mm -hmm. That is so great. I'm so proud of you, Yusef. You've done so amazing. And it's been an honor to be able to watch your progression to watch. And that's why I wanted so much to have you on this podcast, because you have so much to offer other loan officers that are listening to hear your story and know that it's not a pipe dream to reach your goals. It happens, but it has to happen in steps. 
right? We have to build, as Carl says, we have to build a bridge and finish the bridge so that we can walk over that bridge before we start another bridge. Totally. And that's where I think having somebody to hold you accountable makes a difference. And then having somebody to train your team, I think also makes a difference because then they're on the same page as you. That's what I've noticed is then they are all all of a sudden they're understanding from the other point of view, from the loan officer's point of view, the things that they didn't really understand before, but they're not hearing it from the loan officer. They're hearing it from trainers, which makes a difference. Hearing it from someone else makes a huge difference and uh, a shameless plug here. Look, I know we all try to worry about money and, and the cost of things, right? Sending my team members to the training was probably the best investment I've made in a long time. Um, Thank so, you. And, and honestly, like you coaching me and guiding me has, has been a, a big, big game changer. So thank you all around. I mean, you're able to coach me, you're able to coach my team members. I mean, it's, it's life-changing and I'll never forget that. Oh, thank you. I've enjoyed it so much. So what in word of wisdom do you have now for loan officers? You know, we're in a different market now where it, as we're recording this, it's February of 2023. It's a different kind of market that we're in right now. What what advice would you give to loan officers right now to keep them on the straight and narrow with doing the right activities? Take a step back for a moment and look at your business as a whole, right? Look at your business from your ability to build relationships, your lead intake, what happens with that lead? What happens to it when it goes to contract? Like just look at your business as a whole, right? Look at it as an operating business. Can that business operate without you? Yes or no. If not, which is very common, what are the changes that you have to make so that it can happen? Think about coaching, right? Think about training. These are things that you have to consider. That small investment is going to lead to a lot more dollar producing activities for you and uh, just an overall better quality of life. Um, So I would say analyze your business, take a really deep look into it and don't go into it assuming like you're the best, that people can only talk to you, that the show can only run if you're in the pocket, right? Yeah. Um, Because that's not the case. You will find the holes. And if if you're struggling to do that, then I I definitely recommend giving the Freedom Club a call and, and scheduling a free consultation just to have that conversation with them. That's great. Thank you so much for sharing your time today. I know you have, you've just got back from vacation and you've got a lot going on and it means a lot to me that you were here today. I really appreciate it. And I'm so proud of you. It's been such a wonderful thing to watch what you have accomplished and it's doable for everybody. It's doable. Thank you. Those of you that were listening today, we appreciate you listening. And if you benefited at all from what we talked about today, please share this podcast with other loan officers that you know. And if you got good things out of it, I would appreciate a five-star review. That would mean so much to us for this podcast. It helps people see it and benefit and get benefit from it as well. So the other thing is if you know anyone that is looking, is looking for training or any kind of training at all, we really appreciate you sending them to us and you can check out details at loanteamtraining.com. So we appreciate you being here, Yusef. Thank you so much and enjoy the rest of your day, okay? Thanks, Irene. I'll talk to you soon. All righty. loan partner who does the loan consultations, structures the loan and converts the buyer to work with you, 
Or maybe you have a loan partner or a team member that you would like to move into that position so that you can be freed up to go get even more loans. How about a newer loan officer who could benefit from some training in how to convert buyers to work with them? Our client conversion training is very specific to this role. It will help them convert even more clients to work with you and your team. We help you to be seen as a trusted advisor. We cover every aspect of converting clients to work with you. They're going to learn emotional intelligence, what it is and how to utilize it. They'll discover the key to a success mindset. Yep, we go deep on this one. How to build rapport right from the first conversation. How to ask the right questions. How to answer objections. Specific dialogues and strategies to overcome rate shoppers. They're going to practice live with other class members. And they're going to also learn how to ask for and receive referrals. How to master the loan consultation with loan strategies that help the buyer make great decisions for their future. Client conversion training will set your team apart when they implement the training that they're going to receive in our class. It's a virtual interactive class on Zoom with live trainers and your team members can attend from wherever they are as long as they have audio and video. Everyone participates. It's a 10 hour live class divided into two and a half hour sessions from 9 to 11.30 on Thursday and Friday for two weeks in a row. Sign up your loan partner today at loanteamtraining.com. You'll find the class on the client conversion training tab.